Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. From Cedarburg Public Library Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chapter a Day Kids Edition. My name is Casey, and I'm the teen librarian at the Cedarburg Public Library. We have teamed up with CPO Radio to read to you a new middle school book, one chapter at a time. Tune in each day to listen to a chapter, or you can catch up by listening to past recordings. This month's selection is called Betty Before X by Ilyasa Shabazz. It's about a young girl named Betty who was raised by her aunt in Georgia until she is six. Then she joins her mother and stepfamily in 1940s Detroit, where she learns the hard truths about the civil rights movement. Later on in life, she marries Malcolm X, the influential African-American Muslim minister and civil rights activist. I love this story because it is all about keeping your faith during tough times and leaning on your friends and community for love and support. After each chapter, CPL Radio will play a few Motown and doo-wop songs, the music that Betty and her friends Suzetta and Phyllis listen to in the book. To listen to the latest chapter, visit our website or go to the CPL podcast page on Spotify. rest of November goes by extra slow because I've been on punishment the entire month. On top of getting a whipping, my consequence for leaving church to get candy was that besides doing my own chores, I have to do Shirley's and Jimmy's too. The worst part of being on punishment isn't the cleaning up and washing dishes and raking leaves. It's not being able to go over to Suzetta's house after church. I see Suzetta and Phyllis at school though, so I guess, I guess it could be a lot worse. Today, my home economics teacher is teaching us how to sew aprons. 
So far in Mrs. Collins' class, we've learned about the different components that make a sewing machine work and how to use it. For the next few weeks, she says, you'll learn stitching techniques, how to hem, how to sew a band, and how to make pockets, she tells us. Phyllis raises her hand. Why do we have to learn how to sew? Mrs. Collins smiles and picks up a thin piece of fabric from her desk and holds it up. Why? To be able to design something with your mind and your hands is a powerful skill to have. It's your own creation. Who wouldn't want to know how to do that? Phyllis sits back in her seat, looking perplexed by Mrs. Collins, but I lean forward. After school, I go home and do my homework right away. Mrs. Malloy is coming to pick me up for choir rehearsal. It's the only non-school activity I've been able to do all month, and only because it's church-related. When Mrs. Malloy comes for me, she sends Susetta to the door. Ollie Mae tells me, Your punishment ends tomorrow, and not a moment sooner. I want you to come straight home after rehearsal, Betty Dean. Yes, ma'am. I promise. She closes the door. When rehearsal is over, I go straight downstairs to find Mrs. Malloy. She is in the church office with Mrs. Peck. We're ready, I tell her. Okay, sweetheart. We're finishing up these packets. Just give me a few more minutes, she says. In fact, if you and Susetta help us, we can finish sooner. She picks up a stack of flyers with one hand and registration forms with the other. Here, staple a registration form to each flyer, she tells me. She calls up to Susetta and gives her a different stack of papers and a handful of envelopes. These are letters to send to our other chapters, Mrs. Molloy says. You can stop the envelopes. Other cities have a housewives league too? Susetta asks. Mrs. Peck tells us, yes, we're all over the nation and still growing strong, ladies. Mrs. Molloy looks at me and says, you know, there are junior members all over the nation too. Yes, Susetta told me, I tell her. Mrs. Peck and Mrs. Molloy have looks on their faces, like they expect me to say more. I look at Susetta, who won't look up no matter how hard I stare at her. I'm not joining if she's not joining, and since she isn't saying anything, I just keep quiet. Mrs. Peck smiles at Mrs. Molloy, and it feels like they just passed a secret to each other. Let us know if you ever have any questions about joining Betty, Mrs. Molloy says. Yes, ma'am, I will. Then Mrs. Malloy checks her watch and says, My, it's getting later than I thought. I better get you girls home. You have school tomorrow. The whole way home, Susetta and I talk about what we want for Christmas and what we're going to buy as gifts for our family and friends. Susetta has a long list. Something for her parents, for Aunt Nina and Uncle Clyde, for baby Alan, Bernice, and Kay. I ask her, What are you going to get enough money for all of those gifts? I get an allowance for doing chores, Suzetta says. You get paid to do housework? Yes, don't you? No, Ollie Mae would never pay us for cleaning up, I tell her. Never. Well, how are you going to have money to buy gifts? We usually pull names and Arthur gives each of us enough to get one person in the family something special. That way, everybody has a gift under the tree. We stop at a red light. I don't know what time it is, and I'm starting to fear that Ollie Mae will be upset that I am getting home later than usual. I think about Suzetta's family and how she'll have enough money to buy something for everyone, 
and how she had enough money to get candy without having to use her offering. And I wonder, what can I do to have my own money so I don't always have to ask Ollie Mae for it? The light changes and we drive two more blocks, passing Mr. Malloy's shoe repair store. There's a sign in the window that says, Help Wanted. I doubt Mr. Malloy would hire a sixth grader, but it wouldn't hurt to ask. Now that I know, not that I know anything about fixing shoes, but the sign says help, so maybe I wouldn't have to know that much. I lean forward to make sure Mrs. Malloy can hear me and ask, What kind of help does Mr. Malloy need at his store? Oh, just something to someone to log inventory and keep the storeroom and display shelves clean and organized. I could do that. I don't say more because there's no point in asking before I get permission from Ollie May, but I sure hope he doesn't find someone else before I get the chance. Mrs. Malloy pulls up to my house and parks, but she leaves the car running. I'll be right back, she tells Suzetta. Betty, I'd like to apologize to your mom for bringing you home after curfew and let her know you were helping me at church. I say goodbye to Suzetta, and when Mrs. Malloy and I open the door, Molly, Molly May opens it before I even knock. You're late, she says. Mrs. Malloy apologizes before Ollie May can say anything else. In just a few sentences, she's erased the frown on Ollie May's face, and the two of them stand in the doorway talking about coupons and sales and Christmas shopping. Mrs. Malloy gives me a hug and a kiss on my forehead and leaves. I think Mrs. Malloy has some kind of miracle working power because she just put out the fire that was in Miss Ollie May's eyes. Ollie May closes the door and says, We already ate supper. I put a plate aside for you. I go into the kitchen. The house is quiet, which means everyone else is already in bed. I hadn't realized how hungry I am until I smell the fried chicken, string beans, macaroni and cheese, and homemade dinner rolls. Ollie May makes the best dinner rolls from scratch sweet and buttery. I sit at the small kitchen table. Ollie Mae stands at the sink washing dishes. Here we are, not talking, just the sound of forks clinking against the plate, water splashing against pot. Mr. Malloy needs help at his shoe repair store, I say. Ollie Mae doesn't say anything. She just washes dishes, her back to me. The running water filling the silence. She rinses dishes, puts them in the rack to dry. Just simple things like keeping track of inventory and making the shelves neat, I explained. Uh-huh. I was thinking, with Christmas coming, maybe I could work there and earn money, I tell her. I wouldn't spend it all on gifts, though. I would save some, too. I'll think about it, Ollie Mae says. Mrs. Molloy is definitely a miracle worker. I was also thinking about joining the Junior Housewives League. Well, if Suzetta joins, I don't want to do it all by myself, I tell her. She doesn't say anything. I think it would be fun to get all dressed up and go to the fancy fundraising banquets. Sometimes really important people are at those events. I think it would be fun to... How do you keep think you'll keep up with your schoolwork and chores if you're at choir practice, the shoe store, and the Housewives League? Ali May asks. I'll manage. I won't let it get in the way of my studies. Hmm, Allie Mae says. She rinses more dishes. You sure are spending a lot of time with Mrs. Malloy. You really like her, huh? 
Yes, ma'am, I do. What do you like about her? Ollie Mae asks. I swallow my last bite of macaroni and cheese. I could go on and on about all the things I like about Mrs. Malloy. I like it when I'm talking to her, she looks me in the eyes and really listens. That she'd stop washing dishes just for one moment and ask me how my day was. I like that she's doing something for our community and standing up for what's right. But instead of listing the reasons, I just say, everything, I guess. Everything, huh? Ollie Mae shuts the water off, turns and faces me. She wipes her wet hands on her apron, looking at me long and hard with those apologizing eyes. The two of us sit in silence, but knowing, both of us knowing I may never say that about her. Chapter a Day Kids Edition can be heard Monday through Friday at this time on CPL Radio. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 